0: Welcome back to Girlman's Podcast, a podcast where two internet besties talk about life and other things from across the American-Canadian border, Um, and more and more talking about just other things, which I am okay (laughs) with. Um, And and today we do have a topic. I don't know how on topic we're going to stay. You know, we're just kind of... uh, We're changing our genre to just chatting. Yeah, we're going rogue. (laughs) Going rogue is our... uh, Category. It's our janky little podcast
1: uh, and we go rogue.
0: <laughs> yep. And and just talk about what we want to because it it entertain it entertains at least our live premiere chat crowd <laughs> yeah. as well as us. Yeah. Um but we did have a topic um, for this episode. We wanted, we've wanted, we been wanting to talk about cancel culture for a while, since before the podcast started. Yeah. That was kind of on, on our uh, ticket in terms of like topics we wanted to cover. Um, but on that note, before I get into this, because I'm sure we are going to be talking about this creator, um, I do want to speak to anybody who... Watches this podcast and also may have seen my last video, or at this point, might have been two videos ago, um, where I talked about Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson, and Tati Westbrook. Um, I, at the time when I recorded that video, um, did not have very strong feelings about Shane Dawson one way or another, and thus kind of spoke kind of neutrally about him and, and the things that he's done. And this is, uh, and going and reading the comments, I was starting to see comments that were like, you know, I can't believe you're so easy on Shane, blah, blah, blah. And at first I, I was, you know, of course I, I was like, this is, these are my thoughts. What are you talking about? But I, I got into, uh, a couple of conversations and um I was starting to tell you earlier this is this is what I love about my audience is that I can have people come into my my uh comments and leave a comment that is usually as long as long as it's said respectfully um that's kind of what I always say disagree with me but be yeah. respectful about it um so there was one person who left a really long comment and and the gist of it was I mean, the gist of all of them, you were too light on on Shane, you know, all the things that he did. This person did, um, in their original comment, give me the benefit of the doubt halfway and say, you know, you have been going through a lot um, on the internet, so I'm banking on slash hoping that you've been so out of the loop that you aren't aware of the extent to, uh, to which like his bad behaviors yeah. went. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, it has been a lot. And even I haven't well, been keeping up. Either.
0: Yeah. And I thought that I I thought that I knew for the most part, like the offensive things that Shane Dawson had done, but um so I I was just kind of like, look, like maybe we just disagree on this sort of thing, but blah blah blah. And uh then I started and then I saw another comment from somebody else who said that I was um too light handed about Shane Dawson's racism, when the fact of the matter is I didn't know how how egregious it was, and the the extent to which I thought it was just like a couple of like silly characters here and there that you know that we're used to seeing on like TV shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it was something entirely different. Um, and so you know I got into a conversation with that person as well, who you know we weren't happy with each other in the beginning, but then we started to talk it out and really understand where the other was coming from. Um, but the 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 really the important point that I wanted to get across to those people as well as any of my audience that happens to see this is that, um, I'm sorry for not really knowing the full scope of what, uh, everybody's been talking about. I do love, I, I watched, um, at the recommendation of you, Ambrin, and a lot of my, the comments on my video. Um, I watched D'Angelo's video on. I started his video on Jeffrey, and then I moved over to Shane because I knew that was more important. And I'm probably gonna re- watch the others, but the way D'Angelo Wallace uh, broke down, like the history, he really did a history of scandals and controversies of Shane Dawson. <laughs> like I'm, I can't, I can't do that one. Um, but be like a seven parter he- like Trisha. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know how many parts it would be. You so that one car- that one uh commentator
1: you like more Morg? Morg's, Morgs. freaking M- love Morgs. Her video oh, on him. Sh- I didn't finish it. Uh, I need to finish it. Um I love her. Love that girl. It came up
0: and I was like, wait a minute we could make two and a half hour videos. How come nobody told me this? Right, I know.
1: I That's why I haven't finished it. And she starts off by saying how much she hated him back then. You know, I love her. She's so pure, her pure little heart. She's like, it really hurt my feelings. And her like little ice cream um, accent oh, that she, she has, brother. she's so freaking cute. And she's like, oh, it really hurt my feelings. You know, I was so sensitive. And he was, you know, making lots of jokes about children and, and race and stuff. And it really bothered her back then. And back then, I will say, that was the comedy climate, to be offensive and edgelord humor. And um, for her to see back then when that was the climate and be like, no, this isn't nice. And for how young she would have been, um, yeah, kudos to her. Like, she's she's a great girl. So and I know I'm was, not saying that he his jokes well, were here's okay the thing. and that they weren't crossing the line because...
0: No, I'm wondering I'm if you... I'm wondering if you slash a lot of people know the extent to how bad they no, were. No, and I don't. So, I saw the
1: peed, a, peed, on, yeah, peed on a fly the one, and it made me freaking sick. And I was like, even for that climate, that was way too far. What he did with his cousin, him and his girlfriend, and I don't know why we're not calling yeah. her girlfriend out more. Um, when she, like, I think they were telling her how to... <laughs> they I'm were teaching her a like, child, like a small child. Yeah.
0: yeah. It was so. They were asking her inappropriate questions. And that was only. Here's the thing. Okay. Uh, like stepping back a little bit. So while everything was going on this summer, for us we had a lot going on. So I knew that that stuff was happening. And here and there, I would watch a video that kind of spoke to, or I'd have it on in the background. So I knew kind of more or less what was going on. I've known from a very um, kind of, what do they say? Like a top level perspective of Shane Dawson's history and so i've known like that he's like like people say edgy humor edgy humor and um certain characters and the thing is first of all i didn't know anything about the 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 discussions with the cousin i didn't know anything about the willow smith stuff like that was sickening um but when it comes to the characters that he played when people showed i don't know where i saw these clips but when i saw the examples they were i really only ever saw where he would where he would imitate i think like a hispanic girl and in my in my heart and in my mind like i feel to some degree like i have some some say over whether or not i I'm offended by yeah. that, like whether or not I have to be offended by that. Um, and it was really just like, I think a b- big hoop earring and then like, like strong eyebrow makeup and lipstick or something like that. So I thought that's what the, that that's the sort of thing people were talking about when they said like racist jokes. Yeah. Um, and, and then watching DeAngelo's special, I, I call it a special cause that's how, like, that's how good his, his videos yeah. are. Um, he is very but dead. I, I didn't realize that Shane was doing full on blackface, like minstrel show blackface Mm. in a lot of videos. And the other thing he pointed out too, I thought was really funny because I pointed this out, I think in my video about Colleen Ballinger's apology. Um, And we could probably talk about all these people and whether or not they're canceled, but um, she did an imitation of, a Mexican girl, she and her sister, and they did the same thing, the makeup and all that. I think I
1: remember that from your Um, video.
0: Yeah. And in the video, I made a reference to um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I said, there's a, there's, yeah, I said, at at the time that I made the video, I was like, I don't see the difference between, um, you know, laughing at what they did on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and what she did here is the difference just that It's Always Sunny was probably a decade ago. And um, because she has this character, D on It's Always Sunny, has this character called uh, Martina Martinez. And she's just like very stereotypical Hispanic girl, Puerto Rican girl. And and, like just the way she talks, the way she looks, everything is super offensive. That whole Um, show is
1: really offensive. But I think that's the whole stick of it.
0: That's the point. Yeah. Yeah, And and D'Angelo did a really good job at really pegging exactly why that was okay for the time. Uh, and he's the way he described it, and I loved it. He said that, you know, like, Schmerzmelia wasn't funny at the time and dehumanizing people. And he was saying that's the thing is that you have to look at whether or not these jokes are meant to dehumanize and offend certain groups of people, which Shane's videos did. His jokes did. Uh, they did, they did, um, like, essentially belittle black people people of color um that's terrible. and yeah whereas with the like the joke of um it's always sunny and you know with martina martinez with that character and then robert downing jr's character in tropic thunder right. as another example because he wore blackface through the whole movie um the the difference he pointed out was that those people were the butt of the joke
1: yeah them being racist and the- was the butt of the joke that's kind of like um Community. And being like
0: too stupid to know yeah. why they shouldn't be doing that. That's like that.
1: community Chevy Chase's character is so racist and so sexist, big every bigoted everything. But he is uh, the butt of the joke. Like you said, like his his close mindedness is what you laugh at, not the fact that he's race. Like you're laughing at him being racist yeah. because he's so so ridiculous and so close minded, yeah. and it's just like this old white man. So, yeah, I understand. Yeah, there is a big difference there. Um, yeah. I actually don't know and I kind of want to get into it and but first I want to say that's what I love about you changing your opinion and finding more, <laughs> um, and changing your opinion of being flexible with your opinion. Um, that's why I love the that. fact
0: that I won't let a conversation go and I'll go into the comments and be like, no, wait, we need to talk about this. <laughs> no, we
1: need to, wait, what? <laughs> and, um,
0: change and change my mind. Yeah, like I, yeah. that's what I was like. I was, I, I said like, educate me, please continue For sure. to.
1: But to go back to the whole morgues thing, because she was co- Her video, she starts off by saying she made a comment about how this was gross and disrespectful. I can't remember exactly what her comment was. And she got ripped apart. She got ripped to shreds because that internet culture was in that tide and Shane Dawson could do no wrong. And um, even you have mentioned that you criticized Shane, not even criticized him, just basically said, don't put him on a pedestal. And then you got criticized for it because three months ago. Shane was grandpa of the internet. He could do no wrong, and no one could say anything negative about him. Now it's the opposite, where you can't say enough bad things about him. You don't, you don't, yeah. you don't go in on him hard enough. So you, now you're getting criticized. You know what I mean? It's it's so polarizing, and good for Morgs being that young and um, that's so sweet and pure that she went against what the popular opinion was at the time. Um, yeah, and. It's just so (sighs) interesting. Okay, anyway, I don't know about Shane's past. I'm not going to lie. I know and I've heard that it was very racist and egregious and I have only seen the peed on the fly PDF file um, jokes and that was damn sickening. And yeah, that was, you know, edgy humor was kind of the thing, but like that, not that, not that, not that. It's like... like, uh, Um, Dane Cooks, I want to punch a baby. That was edgy humor. Shane Dawson, Dawson telling a twelve-year-old how to masturbate is not edgy humor. That is just fucked up. Well, he
0: was also he was making a lot of comments about his fans. He was doing the same thing Onision did. Like he was looking at pictures of yeah of his fans and his merch and like kind of like making jokes about them like, like. yeah, he did the same. He did the same stuff. So the thing that's that just kind of so like he's
1: Onision pisses. who successfully rebranded.
0: He's Onision where it's just
1: a joke. Ugh. Everything's just a joke. And if so Onision wasn't so damn serious, he might have gotten away with that.
0: I don't know. Possibly. I mean, if he had taken the Shane Dawson route, and here's a, there are a couple of things that that super piss me off about all that because what you just said, I said in a comment. I I, I don't understand why. Shane Dawson is the devil of the internet when just a few months ago he was the angel and could do no wrong. Yeah, this is exactly, like you said, what I've talked about. we this is why we don't put put people on pedestals. Yeah. And I so for for me, I I didn't I was watching YouTube at that time, but I didn't watch Shane Dawson. Yeah. So, and there's probably a reason for that, yeah. but I didn't start watching his content until probably, like, two years ago when he started doing, like, these, like, um or was trying to do these interview specials, but, um and the the, the uh, conspiracy theory videos, which I still think are great. Oh, I would still watch them. I hated them. Uh, for inter- <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I hated them. I tried and I was like, ugh. He oh. has, I never knew who Shane Dawson was until, like. Yeah, a year or two ago, and I started with his conspiracy stuff, and I didn't like him. He gave me the heaps right away. I liked Ryland, and I would watch Ryland on his channel, um, but I didn't really like Shane.
0: I liked Shane's friends and somebody else. I said I talked about his core group of friends. And I was, like, taking a look at the people around him is what, to me, gives me an indicator of whether or not, like, how good of a person he yeah. is. And somebody was like, they're not around him. Where, where the fuck are they? And that person was right. But... Um, just in terms of kind of like what I saw when I started watching his content and he was hanging out with that group of people that, that were just, just seemed really sweet. I, the, the people, those people around him, not Jeffrey, um, and, and him getting involved in this world. And that's not to say that he is an angel because those friends are great, but, um, but it just, I, I stepped into this a couple of years ago, like learning about Shane Dawson and being like, oh, OK, so he used to have edgy humor. He used to like put makeup on his face and do an accent and like has since apologized for it and made a joke about his cat, which still bothers me, but he apologized for it. And I thought like that was the extent of yeah. it, I think. And so it was oh, it was easier to continue to watch his content and be like, OK. This is like it's it's fine. Like I disagree with some stuff. I have I did see on Morgs and D'Angelo. I think both. Um, I talked about this in my video, and they made fun of it too. Which it's like is the whole he said he's an empath. He's just an empath thing. So uh, she goes uh, in
1: on him for that.
0: Yeah, and I in my video I was just like, look, we need to stop using that word. Yeah. We need we need to stop using that word and and glorifying something that is a problem. I agree. Um, and so and yeah.
1: Go ahead. World's greatest empath, who like MORG says, was making fun of people and like, sexualizing children. Are you really that empath? And yeah, empathetic and empath are two different things.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: Empath, I believe, is someone who. Correct me if I'm wrong. Someone who picks up on other people's energies and vibe and kind of mimics it back, right?
0: Yeah, it's... Here's the thing. I think it has a very hokey connotation and definition to it. It's very woo-woo. Yeah. It's very like, I just... It's like, I. It, it's your aura. I feel it. What you're feeling, I feel yeah. it. And, and, and so I intuit all of your feelings and I feel them myself. When I... In my opinion, and I've I have I'm gonna have to say this in every damn video. I am not a professional. I just have my crazy kooky theories that I later read in a book is actually true. <laughs> but um, but I have said that that is something that people have called me, and I know for a fact that I am highly intuitive. We took a test. Yeah. We know, we know this. Um, I'm a big sister. I'm the oldest of my cousins. I know how to... I've got a very strong... For somebody who's never going to have children, I've got a very strong maternal side to me that really kind of picks up on what other people are feeling. Yeah. So that's intuition for one. And then feeling those feelings because somebody else is feeling them, that's called codependence. <laughs> so, and that is definitely not... It's. It doesn't mean you're a bad person, but it's definitely. It's a problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so. Okay.
0: Yeah. So. Um. Anyway, I. I. I may talk more about this in a video because that. That just opened my eyes to so much that I wasn't aware yeah. of. Um. But. So it kind of. I, I. I. did say something in my video about how. Uh, Shane Dawson used to say that he's never made you money but now i'm hoping with because he apparently has he does have f- you money after this palette that i'm you know hoping that maybe he can just go and retire because i do think he may be canceled yeah and that's that's the whole topic of the, of, of the con- conversation and it's that we haven't really revisited it's so funny
1: the cancel culture is so funny and that's to re- like to really drive home the point three months ago he could do no wrong he was an angel but then he yeah does one thing, and then the internet goes back into the archives and brings back everything he's ever done wrong. And that's not saying he didn't deserve that. And it's just interesting that those things existed on the internet. They haven't gone anywhere. It's not like they're hiding. Um, Mm -hmm. But we were all still holding him. Well, not we. Um, I, I wasn't a fan, so don't put me in this category. But, like, internet still held him... As like this in high regard. It's yeah. just so interesting. One yeah. thing trips it, and you're gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. it's so it's, weird. It's so interesting.
0: The, I I said something about it, and it really it does tie in very well. Dovetails with the whole conversation of putting creators on pedestals, yeah. because um, I use Jenna Marbles as an example. Um, although she has proven to be a, a pretty decent, good person yeah. over the years. I don't want to say perfect, an angel, a queen, all that, because her, as she exited, she showed us, stop calling me unproblematic because I've made choices like this in the past. Yeah. And so I don't want to gloss over that. And that's pu- that's actually, no, that's exactly the point I'm trying to make, is that um, by putting people on a pedestal, it's easy to overlook their their bad behaviors or their poor choices, and or you never know what's going to come up. You never know if it's going to come up that Jenna Marbles, you know, has been hiding someone in her basement, and this person's going to be like, like very doubtful that that's happening but you're but the point is you never know you never know what is going on in somebody's life and then when this stuff pops up we don't know how to feel because we had them up here and we were worshiping them and now how do we reconcile reconcile these feelings yes yeah so and then i got criticized for saying anything potentially less than even just neutral about Jenna Marbles even though i love her <laughs> yeah because i said we shouldn't put her on a put anybody on a pedestal did you actually get in
1: trouble for that yeah Yeah, see internet Um, culture so as much as i'm participating in it it is a very strange place caveat Caveat. yeah
0: that was on the gg website that some Uh, they they wanted to rip apart every single thing i said i have not looked
1: there and i don't want to that place
0: (laughs) I said here's what I said. I said in one of my videos that um, although I was watching YouTube at around the time that Jenna started, I wasn't really much a fan of her videos because she just didn't give off a vibe that I wanted that that just like gelled with me yeah. and that's fine. She had a very like bar stool sports kind of like and um, a very like kind of brash, Uh, side to her and she and my whole the the reason I said that in my video is to say that she herself has said very recently that um, it's you have to pay attention to it kind of goes back to our theory that people attract or that influencers attract people like themselves into their fan base because she said that she would go to these conventions and girls would walk up to her and be like hey bitch what's up And she was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "I didn't understand why why people were coming up to me and talking like this until I realized that that's how I was talking on the internet." That's so funny. So yeah, so it makes even though was doing nothing
1: wrong. I loved Jenna Marbles as a teenager. She was like, obviously, as most YouTubers would say, one of my first inspirations and reasons why I ever wanted to make videos or anything like that. Um, and I found her absolutely hilarious. Um, but I feel like maybe it's because those people were missing the sarcasm in her videos. She was like kind of making fun of like oh, basic, I, I don't know. basic I bitches, want- I guess, you know, Um, although she herself was like a go-go dancer and she was like a hot girl and she'd do some like workout videos and, and she did, uh, she had awful spray tans and stuff like that, but Um, like her, how to trick people into thinking you're good looking video was hilarious. And I pulled, full on pulled her, um, like you make a face at a guy in a bar. Do you remember that video? How to get like a guy away, away from you in the bar and he's like dancing on you. Do you remember that video? How old was this video? Oh, I don't know. 10 years plus. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So she does this video where she's like, (laughs) and I've done this, I've a hundred percent done this in the bar. I watched it as a teenager and then became of age, and would go to the bar and guys would be dancing, like, not leaving you alone. you go... <laughs> and you just don't move. And he's like, what's wrong with you? And you're like...
0: I... That's... <laughs> That's fun I love that. Tangent, but a yeah. fun one. Um mine mine when I go especially when Christina and I go out to dance because we go out to yeah. dance. Oh yeah. We like yeah. we're just going out to dance. We're not even drinking alcohol. It's like we we wanna get dressed up and dance. And so when men come close to us, my thing is to to get overly scared. So like when somebody comes up behind me no 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 comes up behind me and like taps on my shoulders and then I go <gasps> And, like, a lot of them will be like, oh, sorry. Like my and my mom, it's...
1: she jumps like that at everything, and I'm like, come on, lady.
0: <laughs> Try it in a bar. <laughs> Try it in a bar. That's a Mexican mother in, uh, when her teenager is learning how to drive, and actually <gasps> when her, chil- her children drive any My
1: mom trying to teach me how to drive. <laughs> Give my oh mom's a God. little bit of cocoa. Love you, mom. Um, uh, I'm going... 30 around like a slight bend and my mom my mom was in the front seat my stepdad and sister were in the back seat and she's like slow down <laughs> she my dad. and she's like slow down and I'm looking at her like are you serious and my stepdad and sister were like holy relaxed lady but then like a couple months later I did drive her car through our house so maybe she had a point
0: oh yeah, I was about to say, um, my mom would do the whole like grabbing the what is that bar o- called? I forgot the bar, o- yeah. and then and and the dash, and she'd be like, <gasps> but then at the same time, I'm like, you've gotten your driver's license suspended three times, and you don't have one anymore, so maybe you're not one to speak. So, oh, that's um, and why why I've been suspended that many times? Maybe I'll talk about it. it's it's a, a, an array of reasons. Oh, you, that are I you are saying your mom. You got your you yeah You did. I don't drive. Hence why I live in the city.
1: Oh, shit. This is new
0: information. Yeah. We're going to have to talk about it another time because we are talking A about A very strange noise just came out of my mouth, by the way. Oh, um. Well, that was just like when you said something about showing your bum hole and I was like, Oh, my God. Arsh- arsh- <laughs>
1: <laughs> your reaction is so funny.
0: I, I went to the microphone to go.
1: All my- you guys? <laughs> shisha. Oh my! <shisha>. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Your reaction? Oh, that was the funniest. I still laugh at that. I showed that to Tom, and he's like, "So good. You made her speechless. <laughs> I, was like, I know. You <laughs> made my jaw drop. Um, I don't know if I but have said this anywhere on the internet, but I think I told you that after I showed Tom that because I am obscene and ridiculous, especially in the privacy of my own home. And Tom said he's just going to start his own podcast and he's just going to pull out a list and, like, <clears throat> just list out the crazy shit that I said that week.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I am. Um, <laughs> the, there's, yeah, that would be fun. If we have our boyfriends just tell the world uh, the things that we say. Do, yeah. What did I say La- last weekend? We were watching a scary movie, but then, like, the, the, per- the people... It, we were watching scary stories to tell in the dark and then, like, the person would die, but then as they die, they would turn into like a really scary looking scarecrow. It'd be like a morbid body, like with straw coming out of its mouth and stuff. And I, in dead seriousness, I looked at him and I was like, that doesn't make sense. They sh- At that point, they shouldn't call them scarecrows. They should call them scare everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and he just started cracking up. And I'm like, listen,
1: I'm dead serious. They're at this point. <laughs> make it that's a morbid
0: thing to keep in that's a morbid thing to keep in your on your farm that is
1: that's anyway um
0: anyway ideas for the future um but i do i do want to talk about this topic topic because it's been one that we started talking about when we became friends and we're talking on the phone a lot it was something that we we i think started to form pretty strong opinions around and then hit the fan with a bunch of YouTubers and I think I think our opinions started to change at least mine did Yes,
1: I agree I would say my opinions have changed as well flexible opinions um yeah yeah
0: we stand Stand them them. I yeah I I like to want to specify that I think that there is a difference between cancellation and cancel culture yeah so there's that's something that
1: i is important to me um i want i said yes but i don't know what you mean <laughs> you want to explain <laughs> I mean, this to me <laughs> it's that, that's par for the course you
0: pretty much usually are like yeah totally no wait never mind i don't, I don't know um no no i mean that okay so you know people are bringing up shane dawson's past and i still want to talk a little bit more about that um and it's looking like he might not be able to make a comeback from that uh, I, um and
1: if he takes a year off and comes back he might he might because like it is maybe the tides of cancel culture
0: okay Anyways. onision is being canceled or just hypothetically yeah. say a youtuber m- somebody and are hence Cancelled. I mean, they will always ev- some everyone will always have certain fans that stick by their sides, mm-hmm. but um, you know, d- deplatformed all of that. I think that is that's cancellation. True. I think that some YouTubers are kind of in kind of. Sometimes they get cancelled for a moment. I think some are in the process of being cancelled. I think that there's um it's not always black and white. But for me, cancel culture. Is a different thing. And to me, that was something that was happening a lot, um, really around the time that we met. But it was really happening a lot, like last year, early part of this year, where it's it is a culture of dredging up whatever you can on somebody you don't like. Yeah. So yeah, you know, especially when there are rivalries in the community. Mm-hmm. So that would be like you know, it, smiles Gabby Hanna's fans versus
1: Jesse Smiles. Yeah, Gabby versus Jesse. I was just thinking that. I was gonna
0: say versus me, but they they wouldn't find it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um. Yes. Um. Because I, I saw that like the same the same joke the Dane Cook joke where you say I want to punch a baby. Jesse Smiles had made those jokes before because. That was the humor of the time. Um, Jenna Marbles Mm -hmm. is a great example, too. She did some things that were, um, nowadays, very inappropriate, and um, that was something you could get away with and call it humor back then. That's... Not saying Shane Dawson's were jokes, or that they were funny, or whatever, um, but he was able to play them off as jokes and get away with it and keep it under the radar, I guess, um, because there was this whatever i shock humor shock was humor like was a thing. it was
0: it i think it was dead but it was only dead for a short time yeah. so maybe that's where you kind of got away with yeah. it but speaking speaking outside of sean date sure. sean, <laughs> sean Dyson. wow
1: <laughs> dyson vacuum um
0: listen that's a name. I'm Sean sure Jason of it. I will, find, I will find somebody with that name, and I will flash it on the screen right Sorry, name. Sorry, Shane. Right she name right now.
1: Shane Sean Dason. Um, okay, so, like, Jesse Smiles made this punch a baby joke, and then when it hits the fan with Gabby Hanna, Gabby Hanna fans go and drug It's, like, six years back into her Twitter, and they find these jokes, and they're like, oh, you're a mom. That... Yeah, or you're making jokes. Uh Yes, that was and, and
0: and yeah, and let's be yeah. fair because um, because it you know these things hold true even to the people that we don't get along with, but you know that's happened to Gabby yeah. too when there've been moments when there have been moments where there's drama and people don't like her they will go through her twitter and ser- i'm sure like people are going on the way back machine and like searching certain terms and like looking for whatever they can um and then also kind of um kind of over inflating certain certain ideas like because she spent her summer in the sun and has a tan and is Middle Eastern and is pretty dark now, saying that she's blackfishing. Yeah. Like, this is, to me, that is a tenet of... Cancel culture. Uh, cancel culture, yeah. not necessarily cancellation. And, I don't think she's going to be cancelled over blackfishing because I don't think that's what she's no, doing. No, and
1: there is a thing where cultural appropriation and blackfishing and all of that is is for sure it's it's a for thing. It's sure a thing, yeah. Um... <laughs> I feel like when you do things like that, she's going to focus on those kind of absurd ideas and call, and throw it in there and throw the legitimate things in there too and be like, oh, look, they're all just bullying me. They're finding any reason and it just discredits the real reasons to criticize her.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a huge problem with cancel culture in general, because especially as a commentator and you see, you know, when you see somebody come forward and it's like, oh, you know, Colleen Ballinger, for instance, that happened earlier this year. And it's like this very, uh, you know, serious thing is happening and we need to take a look at it and really kind of objectively decide whether or not this person, if it's possible to cancel them you know, whether or not we wanna keep them on the platform or, you know, unsubscribe or whatever it is that we're gonna do. But with cancel culture, so many stupid arguments come forward that it it lessens the strength of the valid argument. Exactly. Arguments.
1: It's just like you're nitpicking at this point when there is actual real things that should be addressed. And when you start nitpicking somebody like that, they're gonna be like, F off. I don't wanna address anything. I don't wanna take it you know what I mean? um yeah that being said things like shane dawson's bullshit pass glad that came to front forefront because
0: that needed to be brought brought, yeah
1: that needed to be brought up yeah for sure as soon as i seen those um i couldn't even watch the whole video of it started off i can't remember whose video it was i think it was like a, a quite someone with quite a small platform like maybe 9 10k and I really appreciated this video. I wish I could shell them out. I'm sorry. It was a long time ago. Um, but I couldn't even finish it. Like, the, his, his metal file the stuff. Way, the way he was talking to his God. cousin and stuff. Oh, my God.
0: It was sick. He He did a sick. lot. Even with his fans, too, yeah. in certain chats and, like, chat roulette. Really? He and his mom told – yeah, he and his mom told a young fan, minor – fan to twerk for them like and of course to them Jones they think it's funny this. <laughs> there you go i think oh it, i think possibly some of it flew under the radar because legitimately i do think that a lot of these things they said and did because they thought let's be funny but yeah. you get to the point where it's not funny it is, um, and kind of like D'Angelo said, um, it is normalizing certain behaviors for children for your child audience. Because yes. keep in mind yes. that his audience, I wasn't watching him. You were watching him. How old were you?
1: Me? I didn't watch Shane Dawson. Oh,
0: no. you didn't. You were watching Jen- Jenna okay. when you were like, what, a teenager? Yeah, 16,
1: 17 probably.
0: So that's like, that. it was a very similar audience slash also younger yeah i feel um, like shane and shane jenna probably
1: younger. did have a lot of overlapping fans mm-hmm, at that time for sure. for sure i had never heard of him i until like a year ago which is probably shocking to a lot of people but um same with gabby hannah i didn't know who gabby hannah was until like november
0: yeah. I, yeah she she's still i call her new youtube i know she likes to think like oh i've seen some shit i've been around a while but that's she's new youtube mm-hmm. Um, so, and there, yeah, there was, and that's the thing is there was a time, like, I, um, I didn't watch Shane Dawson. I watched, um, a good bit of Philip DeFranco. I watched Bratz and Beretta, other people, other, other channels, um, Shaytards that were not, that people still kind of know who they are, but we didn't have, first, you didn't have cancel culture at that time. True. So there was no, like, digging around and, and looking for dirt on people. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that, that these things come to light. I think, like I said, with Shane Dawson, that stuff should have been brought to light to the, for, from the get-go. Yeah. And his platform should not have grown. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he should have gone the way of Onision. But, yeah, Ugh, Onision, speaking of cancellation... He, 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 whatever, he's like a cockroach. Jess. <laughs> Just... That's
0: what Trisha called herself. Trisha says that you can, she was like, go ahead and cancel me. I'm all, I get canceled all the time. on the cockroach of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what anyone else gets in my Oh, that's funny. The wiz- um, the, wi- the wisdom of Trisha The Katis. little nuggets.
1: I'm a chicken nugget. I identify as <laughs> chicken nuggets. She is a she nugget. She's a freaking nugget. Um, I found myself in a strange place the other day. Onision was popping off on Twitter. I apparently am addicted to Twitter. Again, I've been living under a rock. I just got Twitter like this year. Um, so, anyways, I was seeing all of these creator snitchery um Loey and Repzion Repzilla going at it with uh Onision.
0: Side note, I think with Twitter, it's one of those things where once you drink the Kool Aid, it's you are yeah, all right. in. Cause that happened to me too, where I was like, I don't think Twitter get like, it. and then I, and then we started engaging and it was like, I can't get out of here. What is happening? Okay.
1: Um, but so go on, you were watching Onision. So um, he was trying to like debate people. And uh, I ended up in his live stream. Cause I was like, oh my God. And Morgs showed up. Morgz was like oh the- oh yeah I saw you sent me a screenshot I chat. did I was like yeah. Morg's- um, of course all of Onision's mods deleted it um, which I'm gonna get to but Morgz came in and she's like oh the circus is in or the circus is in town or something was like yes. she's just in there trolling him um, and I was on actually Girlmance I was on the Girlman's, uh account on my phone and I didn't quite I'm always on the Girlmance one and I don't realize and I'm like oops yeah. sorry
0: yeah I know I know what you watch when I log on <laughs> what
1: the fuck is this um but, uh,
0: anyways.
1: And I want you. Ooh, ooh.
0: Hey, would you look at that? Another quick, friendly reminder. If you're enjoying this episode, we'd love it if you'd let us know by giving it a like. If you think you want to catch the next episode, might we recommend subscribing with notifications on. If you don't want to do any of this, then just don't. We'll shut up and start talking now.
1: Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I, I was in this live stream. And like I said, Morg's uh, comments got deleted because Onision has mods. Because he has a following still. And then one of his mods posted, because all of these people were asking, how do I get into the um, chat, like the chat that he was debating people, debating people, um, to talk with him. So then they posted his Discord. So then I clicked on it and was in his Discord for like a day or two. And there's, he has fans. Whoa. He like an active Discord where there's people. <sighs> I, here's the thing, so, like, Is anyone I don't ever know. Actually
0: really canceled? no, I don't think any, here's, here's the thing, not even talking about influencers and celebrities, is any person in the world ever truly canceled? I doubt it. I think, I mean, maybe, I'm sure there's a handful, but there are people who do the most horrendous shit and get in trouble. But somebody still loves yeah, them. Yeah, serial killers. People get married. They get married in prison to
1: people yeah. who write it <laughs> like their pen pals. That's true. Like, like Ted Bundy so, got married on the in on the stand during his trial after he killed thirty women.
0: Didn't what's his name? Um, uh, from what was that when when her documentary started to really uh making a murder somebody? Oh
1: shit. Sh- didn't he Sunny get Br- married?
0: Yeah, didn't he get married like three
1: times in
0: prison? I don't
1: remember, but he's he got apparently married. He got innocent, m- and it that yeah, that was a sad story. That was like,
0: well, he's still in prison. Yeah, right? that was
1: the whole point of the documentary. Is his, um, he's probably innocent.
0: I took the documentary to mean you. It's up to you to decide, um, but it was leaning towards like him being I took innocent, it as and the
1: they blundered the investigation and. Seemed like it was pretty much framed. It's, to me, I, I took it to they probably blundered, if that is a,
0: a word, because if so, then yay. Thank you for adding that to my, <laughs> to <Blender>? my vernacular. <laughs> blundered.
1: Yeah. Is that a Canadian thing? Yes, This is not one. No,
0: there's just some words that oh. I don't. Yeah, I don't regularly practice, and now I'm going to. But I think, I think the idea might have been um, that they perhaps blundered some of the evidence, and there was some strong stuff, like a vehicle being left on the side of the road, and the the police were alerted about about it, and they didn't ever report it or something like that. Yeah, I don't but, remember. But um, so it's been a yeah. while. But for sure, they were, they were pointing out. Um, Flaws in in the system in the process. I think perhaps they might have known. I still don't know for sure if I think he's innocent or guilty. Yeah. But I think there's a possibility that they knew it was him, um, but they didn't have perhaps the physical evidence that they needed, and so they kind of. Uh, that's where I think they kind of like staged and blundered some of those mm. things. And um, his poor nephew. Where they- oh my it's god! Very, that's very that sad. makes me so it's very sad. sad.
1: <laughs> he was the reason clearly oh
0: oh that yeah that kid didn't know anything about what was going on i believe yeah i believe that too he was what if he was was he 16 at the time but like developmentally he was he was probably no more no older than 10 development or 12 and he was just saying it Um, because he
1: thought he could just go home he would tell them what they wanted to hear and then he could just go home um and like that yeah it was really sad that part makes me sad uh why was I saying that anyway, um, <laughs> because he there's got people married who time. no matter how hor- horrible you are obviously um you will always have a following or not like you can garner a following you can Chris Watts who's that? Oh, the guy who murdered his two little girls and his pregnant wife oh yeah he has like a following.
0: Yeah, I think anybody who is placed in the public eye is always going to have certain people that latch onto them. Oh, and that that's what I was going to say, is that I'm going to keep referencing this D'Angelo Wallace uh, video, for one, because n- nobody doesn't like D'Angelo Wallace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the uh, 5,700 something people that he said have blocked him <laughs> on Twitter. What? Um, and I like it. He showed how many people have blocked him on Twitter, and then it shows number blocked, and then it says mutual blocks zero. <laughs> so he said, like, all these people block him, but um, which is funny because he's so not offensive. Um, yeah, that's going to be.
1: That's
0: anybody. Yeah. That's, any- that's anybody who's good at YouTube yeah for them except maybe Jenny i was Marbles. thinking it's probably
1: trumpers and like that kind of thinking <laughs> or honestly like people
0: who just hate on black creators on youtube so i mean Ooh. of course there's always going to be people yeah. like that mm-hmm. well i mean yeah. there that exists yeah. i put out a black lives matter uh video and lost a good bit of subscribers oh, yeah i remember you lost it's like, like, 80 subscribers um, I think it was over hundred. Oh my god! It was it was a good. And you bit. know what? It was it was eighty at first. Yeah.
1: Bye. And good. Good riddance. Bye. Bye. Don't be here then. Yeah. Um, unsubscribe. But Bye. that I don't want but you watching that. Me,
0: stuff like that is pretty eye opening because, in my opinion, and maybe I'm just totally delusional, and it was just a really bad video. I thought that it was a good video, and D'Angelo while Wallace? it could, M- mine. Oh. we're taking a moment to talk about me no but my black lives matter uh uh, video that um i it i I felt truly felt it came from the heart I, i felt like i said some things that um to me were really important and it was very very uh sincerely and deeply appreciated by a lot of people but that doesn't create more subscribers and more views so it the video performed weird Mm -hmm. or my you know my account performed weird at that time so anyway that's all to say those people very much exist on youtube and uh, in the the world and if we lose and if we lose you guys because we pointed it out then bye um but yeah yeah but for the most part i think most people who watch us who watch me and who watch us are the kind of people who like people like D'Angelo uh, Wallace. Yeah. And um, one point he he brought up about Shane was that even if Shane isn't a, a, a map, even if he's not a map, he uh, has groomed his audience by normalizing certain behaviors, language, da 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 da, da. Yeah. So,
1: you and know, that's... This is a- the same thing I was saying with peed on a fly on twitter um it's dangerous because exactly exactly this even if you don't mean ill intent even if you're joking even if you are um not serious and you're you're not doing it to intend to groom them for yourself you're still making it normal for an adult to have That kind of relationship and those kinds of conversations with a child. And that child is having that normalized to them. And that is dangerous because it makes another adult, even if you're not intending and that's not your intention to be physical or whatever, that's not your interest with this child, there are a plethora of other people who will have that interest with that child. And you, unfortunately, it's disgusting. We see it everywhere. It is a thing. You helped break down that child's boundaries and understand um, and um make them the healthy, boundaries, healthy
0: boundaries that should that that, that kids should and you are normalizing
1: place. sexual um conversation with minors and yeah just for that minor you are doing a lot of damage
0: and this is you're making yeah. it okay for for adults to or making it c- conveying a message to children it's okay for adults to like look at your body a certain oh way God. and to like stuff like that um this so and that's so what, uncomfortable
1: um yeah i know i, I know, know i know I know, the, yes. I know the racism thing was a problem and i never did go down that rabbit hole and, and investigate it myself and i've seen the comments oh my it. goodness it's, there's so is much it, I, the schmedophile stuff no idea. was enough for me to be like yeah that's enough and i from you shane dawson i'm good
0: I think yes, and I think grooming in and of itself doesn't even it I don't think it necessarily I think okay. Here's a theory that just popped into my mind. What if grooming is just a lighter form of and a nicer word for brainwashing? It is. Okay. That's exactly so what it is. if that's the case then then anybody who's got a fan base at all is is probably capable of brainwashing their fans slash grooming their fans to some extent. So that's all, that's all getting to say that we've really gotten to know a certain subset of people on Twitter who are diehard fans of somebody who has, is in like a limbo cancellation, you know, stage and they are sticking by her more fervently than ever. I'm, I assume, but And it's to the point where it's like that person might not be making content anymore. That person might be in all kinds of trouble and et cetera. And there are still going to be those fans that stick by because they are loyal, because they have been taught, groomed, brainwashed, whatever you want to call it, to believe that these people are good and that whenever they are called on their shit. They are being persecuted and uh, wrongfully, wrongfully persecuted. And so for sure, if we've seen that subset of people on YouTube or on on Twitter for that one person, for sure, Shane Dawson has a bunch of those for oh, yeah. sure, Onision and and all of them. They all have yeah. that. So there's in in that sense, nobody's ever truly canceled because they will always have people there to support them. But is it enough to support their the career that's just
1: what i was i was gonna say about onision he has followers but is it he can't be making a living unless people are just watching and he's getting old youtube ad revenue but like he's not he can't be making a like even if he has a thousand followers that's we have a thousand followers we make five we've made five (laughs) dollars like
0: this, this We're channel. hanging out at six dollars and sixty six cents, <laughs> and it's making me uncomfortable. So, guys, please watch it. Please just watch one ad. I'm
1: super red today. I am the devil. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. <laughs> that's not enough to feed your family. It may be enough to feed your ego. Yeah.
0: Think about it this way: if you, you well, you work for yourself, yeah. but you you have a normal job, and I have a normal yeah. job. If we get fired from those jobs, I would say my employer canceled me <laughs> because I have no, I no longer have that career, yeah. right? Yeah. I can make a comeback. But um, yeah. I think if you lose your platform, you are canceled. Like, meaning that you, yeah, that you can't. And, and that's where it comes down to is like, what defines cancellation? Yeah. And for me, I think it means Losing. that you can no longer, um, Yeah. You can, first of all, you're no longer in growth mode. So that's one thing I think sometimes, and it's, it's kind of gray because some people just lose followers over Mm -hmm. time. People just lose interest in that person. Um, so does cancellation, is it something that happens just faster? Is it on the heels of controversy? Is it, you know, you, when we talk about it, that's the case and, and that might be the case, but, um, I think it, I, I don't know if it's hard and fast in terms of like the parameters for what makes somebody canceled. But yeah. for the most part, I would say somebody who lost their livelihood that, True, you know, yeah. that this yeah. thing that was probably making them a bunch of money has either stopped or been significantly reduced to where they
1: can't maintain the same. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Lifestyle yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um. And so I did want to say this on cancellation culture. Um, in theory, I think it's a really good practice. Um, I think we as a society need to hold not just creators but brands and companies and businesses accountable. and it's a way of us um, deciding with our money and with our clicks and views too in this day and age um what we support, who we support, what kind of morals and values we want to uphold as a society I think, Saying no, Shane Dawson, you—that's have fucking gross, and we don't want anything to do with you—is um, a fantastic thing. We don't want to click on you. We don't want to buy your merch. We don't want to support your morals and values. Um, in practice, is tricky because, as we saw yeah. with things come up where allegations get thrown around, James Charles still in t- lim- teeter-totter yeah. limbo, limbo no. <laughs> limbo limbo node. node um limbo node oh my gosh limbo we're just <laughs> developing a new language this
0: podcast <laughs> I'm having
1: an aneurysm um he's in limbo of like are those allegations true apparently there's some evidence we don't know it hasn't come out so to just like go off of things that we don't concrete know can be pro- is problematic in itself you know um so yeah. that's the thing. Shane Dawson we have the video evidence it's seen it I've seen it you've seen it the whole internet seen it um so when James Charles was cancelled and then you know he was in a dark place and everyone talks about this with the Carmageddon now about how um Tati made the video even though she knew he might have been suicidal or you know all of those things it can be harmful in some ways and again in practice can be a little bit nitpicky and bringing up things that
0: you know so i have to dis- disagree with oh. you on this which happens really <laughs> or sometimes or you know enough um but maybe may- maybe not i i do think that we should hold people accountable in the moment yeah i am pissed off that we are talking about the willow smith thing now true like, why didn't I know about this before? If if not, And I'm not saying, I'm not victim-blaming. I'm not saying Jada Pinkett Smith should have made a bigger deal, blah, 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 whatever, at the time. But had she tweeted those things and Jaden tweeted those things at the time? Well, Twitter wasn't very big, but if they if they had made a bigger stink about this awful thing that happened, I don't know that Shane Dawson would have been able to grow as, as much as he True. did. So but I think that also um,
1: speaks to a lot of the the climate of that time. Me too is a new thing. Talking about these things is a new thing where we're not, you know, like... (sighs) Well, but here's the thing.
0: If it was okay then, we should not... uh, We Mm. should not...
1: I just use this word, but persecute somebody for it now. Here's where I get... I agree and I disagree. I agree because things like... Oh my god, I'm gonna get cancelled for this. Things like dane cook to go with a really light thing so you don't come for me dane cook saying he wants to punch babies should we cancel him over that now no um it was acceptable back then but if you're doing illegal things well then it, then if it's not acceptable yeah, at the time shane's is teetering on illegal you know he it's He's well. My argument is that it wasn't acceptable. No, it wasn't acceptable. That's how I. Feel. I agree. It wasn't acceptable but, at the time.
0: I think that he got away with it because it was close enough I think, to yeah.
1: acceptable. And I also think he got away we with can- it at the time because of our society just not taking sexual seriously enough back then, right? Sure. Like me yeah. too. Is yeah, amusing. I can agree with that. And yeah, so people were getting away with a lot of sh- that. Um was really up and thank god we have as a as a society have moved past and are evolving and still have a lot to evolve past um but we're holding people accountable to things that were atrocious then but we were accepting of then i don't know it's it's very complicated
0: so i i I want to make clear that I am not saying that we should forgive Shane Dawson for those things. <laughs> he
1: should have. He shouldn't have been able to allow to grow. I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What I am saying is that um, we shouldn't, you know, persecute people harshly for things that they that that were okay at the time. Yes. So that, that, but I don't think that what he was doing was okay at the time. At the same time, I can't put myself back in that year and then watch the video and see how I felt about it. But at the same time, I said, there's probably a reason I wasn't watching his content. That's, so that's Shane Dawson. But in terms of cancel culture, I disagree. I don't think it's a good thing. In theory or in practice, if we're talking about what it means, I do think accountability is super important. Yeah. And I know some of our favorite creators don't think that, uh, you know, we should hold people accountable, which is some of the stupidest bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Um, but and people should be held accountable. If you make a tweet making jokes about, you know, teenage boys and haha, going to get a hashtag shmeta Schmelia. Somebody should call you out on that in that moment. Yeah. And or if, you know, it, it flies under the radar as soon as it comes about, you should have to answer to that in that moment. Yeah. What I don't like is the idea that it's it's almost kind of like what Tati did to James. It is, you know, all of this stuff just keeps piling up behind the scenes. And then the moment they do something we don't like Boom, we'll, we'll, we'll dredge it all up. Mm-hmm. So that to me, that's the, my problem with cancel that is culture cancel is that
1: culture. Yeah. Versus cancellation. That,
0: can, cancellation. I am for, because certain people don't deserve to have platforms. Certain people are, and we've, we've shown this on our podcast so yeah. much. That there are a lot of people with platforms that are doing more that are doing harm in the world because they have that. There's an inherent power that comes with having a platform. Yeah. So, uh, do I think people should be canceled? Yes, but I also think we need to be. Let the punishment fit the crime. You know, if you're if a creator, you know, makes a a questionable decision. <laughs> I'm trying to think, I I can only think of an example for myself, but I know that it's happened to a lot of people. Okay, like uh, Jenna Marbles, when she, you know, used the wrong fish tank or bought that seatbelt for her uh, dogs, I have, I early in my days made a decision to agree to a collaboration with somebody who I didn't realize was as offensive as he is right and i think like so there should be some clemency for your creators when they're making genuine like human mistakes or you know lack of information instead of going and like that's the problem i have too with cancel culture is that we have to be pulled if you're not polarized on an issue or on a person people will call you a fence sitter as if it is an insult yeah yeah And so that is the problem that I have. And I remember I got a a DM from somebody who does not like me who um, when they did like me said, oh, you said you were going to do something uh, that's never been done on YouTube. (laughs) And I said, I said in response, I'm not sure what you're talking about. What do you mean? And she never answered me. But I think going back, I think I remember saying I want to do something that YouTube is not currently doing like in the majority. And I said that I might not grow because of this, that, you know, the, the whole thing is you have to pick a side. You have to pick a side and you have to be on the right side. And when you're on the right side, you have to go hard against that person. And I am not like that. I will, even the, the, the worst people that, um, we have at the forefront of the conversation, I will still recognize good things about them because, I want to recognize that person for entirely who they are Um, so and and to me it serves it because it packs a a bigger punch when I tell you these are the things that I think genuinely Shane Dawson meant these are the things that I think he actually did this is where I think he was just being actively ignorant and blah, blah blah then I think it makes a stronger argument for the really awful things that those people do. So that's why, you know...
1: And that's kind of like what I was saying about when you nitpick and throw things at somebody, you're throwing every single thing in their face, they're not going to listen to you. Yeah. They're they're not. It's okay. If I'm in a fight with my boyfriend and he brings up the fact, you know, we're fighting that I grab some guy's butt in public or i grabbed his best friend's butt and i'm in trouble but then he starts and he's valid and legitimate for that but then starts bringing up how i didn't pick up my socks or i you know um didn't take out the garbage and and bringing up every single thing and he's nipped
0: or everything that you did in the past upset
1: him and every single thing that's ever happened i'm gonna shut down
0: it's not, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's definitely not a good practice and it's very well known to not be a good practice in relationships. So exactly. is that something that we can translate Into to internet And holding culture? people accountable
1: and being upset with them
0: yeah. over Here's the thing. Here's the yeah. thing. I think cancel culture is not about holding people accountable. I think cancel culture is about ending careers for people we don't like. That's, that's why, what I don't like about cancel culture. And that's
1: a good point. Um, and that's
0: fair. I don't. I don't mind canceling certain people. I would love to see Jeffree Star canceled. There are other people that I would love to see canceled as in I don't want to see them have power anymore. I don't want to see them, especially those who have their power. There are certain people who have fandoms that are harmful to the peoples and the people in the fandoms yeah. they shouldn't have those like there are a lot of people now that after we had the initial conversation and then we started to experience more and more I'm like oh no there are actually a lot of people that I think should be cancelled I right. think having a platform is something that it's a huge responsibility and so few people are cut out for yeah.
1: it and it's funny yeah I agree and it's funny to see who is famous now or has a platform now from when they started 10 years ago versus who's getting big now? Shane Dawson versus D'Angelo Wallace. D'Angelo Wallace is a sign of where we are at in society. Look at that kid. He is so woke. He is so mature. He is so um, accountable and intelligent. And that's who we want to tune into now. 10 years ago, we were wanting to tune into Shane Dawson.
0: I'm just gonna disagree with you all over the oh. place. No, I don't disagree with you. I don't. But I think D'Angelo Wallace is somebody that people like you and me wanna watch. People like our yeah, viewers wanna watch and people like our friends wanna watch. You gotta consider who's really on the come up right now and that's TikTokers. I guess these kids yeah, in these houses. I guess you're right. And, and I don't I don't know enough about them to that's know true. um to know whether or not they are handling their platforms responsibly. But I really don't think if these kids are moving out to L.A. at 16, 17, 18 to live in houses with a bunch of other teenagers having crazy parties. During the pandemic. I have a really hard... Yeah, during a pandemic, I really yeah they are showing us that they are not being responsible with their platforms. That's true. And how how can you expect them to be? They're
1: freaking sixteen years uh, old. I guess that I guess that it is an age thing because people my age, I guess maybe it's just always been an age thing. I don't know. And not like a yeah. of the times thing. Maybe it was just I was an idiot sixteen year old and that's what was cool and funny then. Not funny. I didn't watch Shane Dawson, but like that was what was acceptable in that age group and now I'm in a different age group and that's not acceptable and D'Angelo Wallace is acceptable I don't know
0: and now I'm watching D'Angelo Wallace and Philip DeFranco whose content is wildly different than it was before Cat Black like we are all finding these channels that a lot of them are commentary channels but that are very super thoughtful you talk about Repsion a lot you know who I really like um Jay Aubrey I don't know that is I need to watch more of his videos. I told you to watch it. He's got a fantastic one on Kanye West. Ooh. They look like they should be on Netflix. Ooh. They are so f***ing well produced. J. Aubrey. Okay. Mm-hmm. At okay. least, I would say watch the one on Kanye West. I still need to watch more because I haven't seen enough to say that like I'm a fan. Yes. Um, but we are, I think... People our age and people who want to have like more cerebral experience are looking for more of uh, that thoughtful content, that critical content. Right. And when we come across it, we get really excited about That's it. True. Um, but that is definitely not necessarily what's hot right yeah. now. So I guess so. Um, and 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 even in um, in terms of like. Not the newest age YouTubers, but the YouTube, I guess the generation before this, which would inclu- include, like, Jeffree Star, and um, I'm trying to think of, and James Charles, uh, Gabby Hanna, like, the people who've, from the past five or so years, um, I... I don't even remember what I was gonna say. The ones that are hot among them, I think, yeah, it's it's easy to see. It's it's starting to be easier to see who's who's good about being responsible with their platform. Yeah. And in my opinion, Jeffrey Star is the most abusive of his platform of anybody I've seen, except maybe Onision.
1: Interesting. I don't know enough about him. I don't watch him. I didn't like him back when he had drama with Kat Von D. <laughs> which i think was oh, before I, his youtube days oh, yeah. when he was on yeah i think was he on a tv show or something i don't even know i was a i we used to watch the tattoo show that kat von d was on and then miami ink miami ink is that what it was
0: yeah i liked her when she was yeah on i it. liked
1: kat von d and then i just kept up with like i think the tabloids and who jeffree star was through that but i never saw his content saw him anywhere other than Yeah, so I didn't like him. I didn't hear – you knew about him in the MySpace days. Yeah, MySpace days, I guess. Yeah, it would have been that. And just, like, I didn't like him through that, and I knew he had screwed over Kat Von D pretty good. I don't remember the story. So this was going back probably 15 years.
0: They – yeah, they had some beef over – Makeup or Some art. Oh, art. No, it was, like – yeah, it was art for some of their, like – uh logos and stuff but um just looking at those old videos too of jeffree star i and i could be wrong there are other i'm sure i'm sure that there are a lot of other um people uh, creators with platforms that are using them in a in a worse way especially those that are not super famous but just kind of like enough to get a big head um i'm sure those like you know those people are like sleeping with their fans left and right oh, and yeah, all of that. Sure. So I I don't I don't yeah. mean to discredit that, but for people as famous as say Jeffrey Starr, when we look back on his old videos so unabashedly call like making racist remarks, like yelling at people, using the N word with the hard R, like really just being so nasty to people. Really? And you're going to and like I I believe that people can change, but I don't think that people do a one eighty just like that. Just because it's like they got in trouble and they and you know they got you know a, a platform and a business and decided that this is a better look and so their their personality changes. Right. I don't. I don't. You it's know, PR like, versus to,
1: growth. How much yeah. of it is legitimate growth and how much is of it of it is just PR?
0: Yeah, and when you're that that nasty and mean-spirited i don't know that you really in this time like i know it's been a a number of years but i still don't know that that's enough time he's still doing like that like he discredited
1: the um jesse slaughter do you know this story the jesse slaughter david vanity and yeah he totally discredited their story um yeah and won't speak to that which is and just won't speak about ravi vanity um witnessing some stuff which he must have yeah. been privy to i
0: just yeah i i don't know that there's a lot of t- in terms of like shit, um that jeffrey is directly tied to um aside from like him talking about other people's shit. um but uh, in terms of just looking at the racist stuff that he did, like the way that he would talk to people. Oh, my God. Ugh. And then something like... Something like less than a decade later, he wanted to come forward and be like... When he did his, his racism... uh, Oh, my God, I'm realizing my hair looks like his hair looked in that video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But he's like, because I was going to... I was going to put, I think my eye makeup might also, like.
1: Are you having an existent- existential crisis right now?
0: Uh, well, I'm going to put, I'm going to put that screenshot up on the screen
1: and see how much I look like Jeffree Star oh, right no. now.
0: Um, <laughs> In that, in that video where he's like, he says something like that is that is so far from who i am that is nothing to do there's not an ounce of me that is like that that is racist that thinks things like that and that to me does not make sense mm. it would be one thing if you were like yeah i grew up with some really like messed up beliefs and i'm i'm working through them you know yeah. like to, don't don't fucking pretend that it none of it exists in you yeah. like
1: Ugh, yeah anyway. I, I agree I have nothing to add other than yeah I didn't know that about yikes me. Yikes! yeah he it's funny it, I um sitting back and looking at all these people I am thankful that my intuition was at least right you know Jeffrey Star didn't like Shane Dawson didn't like um, but I want to talk about, and we touched on it on our last podcast, um, I know we're getting kind of into this, late into this podcast now, but um, Eugenia Cooney, I watched a show Art and Oof. Pastel Bells videos on her today and what she's doing and how she's abusing her platform. Ooh. Yeah. Because we, I mentioned how she was, there was a young girl who was groomed by a mod and she apologized to her. Yeah. And- Ooh. Back up, kids. This is a story. Um. There was three separate situations, and now I'm going to get them all mixed up because I have a memory of a goldfish. Like, I don't know if you've all noticed that yet, but I, like, can't even remember the Shane Avery, Sean Avery story. Anyways. um,
0: Shane. <laughs> Shane <laughs> Avery. No, you remembered his name. I actually think you remember certain details where I'm like, no, I, I don't remember And I that. feel like I
1: lose the whole big picture. But anyways, um, the details of this, there was a... Um, 14-year-old girl who was groomed by a 29-year-old man who was a mod of hers and um it was brought to her attention and she was like no he's sweet he's a nice guy and like basically had her and her mods covered up and yeah this girl reached out to her and she's like i'm sorry to hear that oh you know go to the authorities and it's like like pastel bell
0: we had to pause malone because i had issues not me Um, Look at that. Sorry. (laughs)
1: Um, Pastel (laughs) Bell was saying like she would she would just expect more. I'm going to blunder this because it's the end of the um, episode and or the end of this podcast. And there's a lot of details. But yeah, there was a mod that groomed uh, an underage fan was very like um, sending her uh, genital pictures pictures of bodily fluids on napkins. Oh, yeah, Alicia, It's bad. It's really bad. Oh, oh it's really bad. I'm gonna throw yeah, up. and like this girl was 14 and she like threatened to go to the cops and then he manipulated her and was like, oh my cat will die because my parents won't feed my cat if I go to jail. And then like told her that if he got out of jail he was going to walk all through rain and snow and sunshine until he like, walked to her street. Like he said some... That's... B- vile she, and eugenia cooney like stood up for this guy she had another guy who um was a convicted vile and was kind of it was open about um how he was a felon and stuff and she still made him a mod and um yeah there's a lot of another person in her community was helping other young girl or another young girl multiple girls i don't know um lose weight and sending yeah. Them
0: pro- yeah yeah we talked about that in the last one with the, like their progress pictures yeah. and how those were being used yeah and,
1: and it we should ne- I know it's a whole thing that, it is a whole thing and
0: that might be a, a whole podcast in and of oh, itself because there's just so much dysfunction in that that a that lot of dysfunction fandom. In this
1: just and Eugenia, I love this phrase for her toxic positivity sometimes you have to be a bitch and be mean to people who are being fucking stupid and using your platform as a way to groom children like
0: yeah yeah. toxic positivity is legitimately a thing and i i've seen it i've i've experienced it in my in certain friends that just you know it's like no let's pretend everything's great and everybody gets along and everybody's friends when it's like no actually i was mistreated i need you to speak to your friend about the way they like things like that so um i agree we need we we, yeah. you know, the, the idea is not that we should always that we should be mean to people, uh, but let's fucking. Sometimes real. you need to be a little bit mean, and I don't have a problem being firm. I will be mean, <laughs> but yeah, I, <laughs> I will be firm. I will be stern, and if you really piss me off, sometimes I'll be a little bit petty, and that's just gonna happen. And that's maybe the new Alicia that you guys are seeing that people didn't expect. But hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about uh just some things that I've been criticized for on Twitter for saying and then people are like why would you say that it's so unnecessary I was like I said it because I felt yeah, it
1: because <laughs> people are like I can call okay. people out if I need to um but yeah it's a whole thing and um yeah we should probably yeah, it's probably a whole lot of podcasts but it's um definitely a thing and if you are a creator you need to be mindful and and like going back to the last podcast mindful and responsible you know to a good extent of who's who's in your fandom and i mean you're not gonna know yeah. she has millions of followers she's not gonna know everyone but her top mods her top followers you need to know how that behavior reflects on you and your fandom what's going on and if you attract children to your fandom and that's your content that you're making, you need to be extra mindful. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's a whole yeah, thing. Right. And I would like to see and no, oh my god, this is gonna sound I would like to see Eugenia Cooney off the platform because it I don't think it's healthy for her or her fans. Yeah. Um and I think she's a nice girl and I don't you know, um but I don't think it's healthy. Yeah, but
0: that shouldn't be I don't think the one requirement for whether or not you deserve a platform should be, are you nice? That's so, um, and this, I, I want this to be my kind of like final thought, just tying in that with cancel culture is that I think that we need to have a shift in our cult, in internet culture, where we recognize just because you become an influencer or YouTuber whatever, doesn't mean that you don't have a job. Yeah. You are at that point running a business. Yeah. So you have to consider all of the facets of running that business. And that means um, keeping, you know, being mindful of your fan base, what you're feeding to them, what you're encouraging, what you're complicit in, who you have, like I said last last podcast, can know your mods, who you have governing your spaces, who is your target demographic, who are you attracting, and are you serving the right content to them? There's so much that goes into the responsibilities of maintaining a platform, just like a business Just like a brand. So I am done with hearing any of these YouTubers complain that, like, this is not my responsibility, and that's not my responsibility, and this is not my responsibility, but why am I being canceled? (laughs) You know? Like, that's why. Because you're not properly running your business. Yes. Yes. So that's my that's my mic drop, especially also because uh I'm gonna have to start fasting in eight minutes.
1: Yeah, I am so. hungry too and I should go eat.
0: But yeah, I know that we just kind of like opened up like seven cans of worms, which um, of which, our- which like great. We'll have more to talk about um coming up and maybe more about cancel culture, but um yeah. I mean, just a lot of things to, a lot of things to think about. Yes. Be mindful, be responsible, be good, make good choices.
1: Yeah. I don't know how to end this other than.
0: Sorry we got so fired up and then just kind of like left you guys in the dust. All right. Hello. We love you guys. Um, You guys know that with the conversation here, you never know what you're going to get, if it's going to be silly, if it's going to be serious, if it's going to be both. And um, uh, super appreciate you guys for continuing to support us and whatever direction we take this podcast in. I'm I'm loving this. Me too. I'm loving the direction it's going in. I love that we can just turn on our cameras and have a conversation with each other and that works. Yeah, totally. And we Um, bring
1: different stories youtube drama stories and the other one doesn't know anything about it and you're like "What? yeah um yeah yeah. uh anyways follow us on our socials follow alicia hello leash on literally everything twitch every
0: hello hello leash everywhere except for snapchat i fucking hate snapchat so we don't even care about that but yeah
1: i am different all over oh my god i need to
0: look at our end card
1: My shit always. We have our
0: socials. Different. We have our socials there. I just have Twitter um, so and
1: so YouTube. Follow- I haven't posted a YouTube video in months. I am. I only have a hundred subs to so follow me. I maybe maybe when I get to like five hundred, I'll make a video again. <laughs>
0: yes, and remember to send in your ideas, questions, etc., to the Girl Man's Podcast uh, email address. Growman's uh, podcast at gmail.com and if you wouldn't mind I would love it if you would give us something easy to understand in the subject line So if you're looking for advice I would prefer advice and then you know in parentheses or colon or something what, what the topic is okay. so um yeah thanks so much for watching Again this week we'll see you next week or the week after it all depends on Amber's schedule Yeah uh
1: <laughs> I'll get back to you on that.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to you. All okay. right. Love Thank you. you Bye. Bye. That was fun.